of my village. <laughs> Greetings from Fiji. I have spent two and a half months overseas this year, so far, and it's really amazing. It was my first visit to Fiji. You know, I think, I think of the world as a much smaller place than I used to in the late 1800s when I was a little girl. <laughs> and I'm always surprised when I go somewhere and there's been no exposure to brain function information and its relationship to health. And then it gets very exciting to introduce people to it and watch them make the connections and so on. So it was a, it was a, a pretty interesting trip. The flowers and the birds and the fruit were amazing. I saw birds that I didn't know existed. Just vivid colors like the flowers. It's amazing. When I come to this part of California, I enjoy coming back to this place. And I always want to bring you new information, so I'm bringing you all new information in terms of research today. Yes, you'll know some of it. But there's a lot of it that's brand new that I did not even realize. We're talking about loss this morning and the research about loss. I think it's important to understand that you can never have everything. When I was young, I thought if I worked hard enough, I could have everything. No, you can't. You always give up something to get something, always. Took me a while to realize that. I think that maturity involves having developed enough wisdom to make a really good choice about what you want to give up to get and whether it's worth it. Because everything you get has consequences. When we talk about loss, everybody experiences loss. I want you to understand that sometimes loss is a blessing. And we don't see that. I have dealt with people, for example, whose brains unfortunately went into severe dementia. They didn't know who they were. They didn't recognize anybody else. They were just existing and not very well, and then they died. And some people were totally distraught, and other people said, you know, I'm going to miss them, but it's a blessing for them that they went to sleep. And we need to look carefully at loss. So that's the topic for today. Unfortunately, we all experience it. We don't always develop the skills for learning how to deal with it effectively. And learning how to recover from it is its own piece of schoolwork, if you will. And I had a colleague who said one time, learning how to recover from loss and move on successfully is a required course in the school of life. 
But many never graduate because the homework is challenging and the exams are tough to pass. I love that. It just makes loss seem more um, doable, if you will. So what is loss? Everybody has their own definition of loss. It's really the state of being deprived of something that you once had or thought you had, and now you no longer have it. It can be physical. I remember my little brother, he had this favorite teddy bear, and, and he wasn't real easy on his toys. And he brought his teddy bear to our mother, and he said, it's lost an eye. And he was totally distraught. So my mother found another button to sew on, and then he had a meltdown because it didn't match the other eye. And my father explained that sometimes dogs even have eyes of two different colors, green and blue or brown and green or whatever. But that was a huge loss for him at the age of three. <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't involve anything tangibly. It involves something you believed. Perhaps you believe that somebody really, really cared about you. And then you found out that wasn't true. They were just using you. Or you clearly believe that something was true, and then you find out that it wasn't. Those are all losses that need to be grieved. Sometimes you can repair it, and sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just have to move on. 